drawing of the Father. When God draws me, the issue of my will comes in at once. There it is. He's drawing you and you won't let your will. You keep doing whatever you want to do. He's trying to draw you and you keep doing whatever you want to do. Will I react on the revelation which God gives? Will I come to him or I'll just keep doing whatever I want to do? Discussion on spiritual matters is an impertinence. It's, it doesn't matter. Never discuss with anyone when God speaks. Get before God and get right with him. Belief is not an intellectual act. Belief is a moral act. Whereby I deliberately commit myself to God's will. Will I dump myself down absolutely on God and transact on what he says? That's where I'm at today, will you? I have to deliberately commit myself. If I will, I'll find I'm based on reality. What God's reality really is. Not this yeah. fantasy shit you've been living in. Yeah. That's as sure as God's throne. You'll know that this is what God had, 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 had in mind the whole time. It's what his purpose has always been. And you'll finally maybe be part of it. In preaching the gospel, always push an issue of will. Funny, it's what I do. Yeah. Belief must be the will to believe. I've got to believe that what it says is true. Well, I'm sorry, I just taught that message on Thursday and Friday about renouncing the bad side of life and all that. And is that like the first time I taught that? No. First time maybe it might miss Karen says, I don't know how you do that. You pick the same verses you taught last week and you teach them this week, and to this week they mean exactly what you're saying. And when you look at it, you go, My God, it says it right there. It always has. God just decided to take this to a much deeper level on the teaching because he thinks maybe now's the time. I don't know. I'm hoping that that's the reason there's some change going on here. I'm hoping you're going to start listening and making some of these, you know, decisions on, on the choices you need to make so that we quit playing around with the fire. There must be a surrender of the will, not a surrender to persuasive power, a deliberate launching forth on God and on what he says until I'm no longer confident in what I've done. So no longer does that old behavior be such a warm, little, comfortable, you know, familiar place to be. Amen. I'm confident only in God. The hindrance is that I will not trust God, but only my mental understanding. As far as feelings go, I must stake everything blindly on whatever God says and let the feelings be what they are. Instead of trying to use your feelings as your guide, which is walking in the sush, which is walking in all that you're dealing with right now. As far as feelings go, I must stake all blindly. I must will to believe. And this can never be done without a violent effort on my part to disassociate myself from my old ways and, uh, and of looking at things and putting myself right over onto him and him alone. Just Jesus and nothing else matters. Funny. Some guy said that. Oh, well, that's right, something wrote <laughs> Every man is made to reach out beyond his grasp. It is God who draws me. My relationship to him is in the first place, and it's a personal one. It's not an intellectual one. It's not what, what you think you know. It's whether what you, what you have become, what you are. 
I'm introduced to the religion by the miracle of God and my own will to believe, my desire to believe in him and let him show me how this works. Doug Parks watched a movie, Woodlawn, last night, right? They, they told me, oh my God, it's everything you're teaching. By the way, we watched it last night. I bought it and watched it last night for our second movie. Phenomenal movie. You know what, what my favorite part was? Is when the coach walked into the church. I asked him to show me if it was real. That's what I asked him. And it became so real to me. I have given all myself to him since. I get it. Same passion. Didn't matter who has a foot or what. This is what I wanted. I needed a path that would work. Because I tried all of the rest of them. This one worked. Now, I fucked it up for a while because I didn't get around a bunch of people because couldn't find anybody else that wanted to live this then, then either. Then God said one day, it ain't about what anybody else does. It's about who are you? And then I changed my life permanently. Not based on what anybody else does. If I'm not the Christian man, it doesn't matter what the hell my problems are, does it? So I became the Christian man and not some mouthpiece Christian man. I gave my life to this. Never intending to be here. And now I know why. <laughs> I never planned this. But I planned to live in my life and everything changed. Why? Because I believed. I violently changed everything about my life. Everything. Quit doing anything until God told me it was okay. I'm trying to get you to do that in a realm with all of us together so it's not going to be so profound. I did it in the streets with all my friends that still did all these things. They used to go with me and have me pay for everything. They, they followed me everywhere I went. All of a sudden, I said, no, wouldn't do it anymore. They couldn't understand. I said, it's not for you to understand. Didn't ask you to do any of this. I'm doing this. I'm making my choice. At the cost of every friend and every acquaintance and everything else about didn't care. This is what I needed. And it proved to be perfect. Every man is made to reach out his bones, his grasp. It's God's going to draw me. It's my relationship to him. The first place has to be a personal one, not an intellectual one. I'm introduced to the relationship by the miracle of God and my own will to believe. And then I begin to get an intelligent appreciation and understanding of the wonder of the transaction. I begin to truly grasp what the wisdom behind what God asked me to do was is John chapter 6 verse 41 John 6 41 talks about the Jews then that murmured at him because he had got done preaching to them that I am the I am the bread of life and so they started going, bread of life, what, what is this? This guy, is this the manna that came down from heaven? Is this the bread which came down from heaven? And they said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, the carpenter's son, whose mom and dad we know, and now he's going to say he came down from heaven? Jesus, knowing these things, therefore answered and said unto them, murmur not among yourselves, but whispering back and forth over there. Let me tell you a little heads up. No man can come to me except my Father, which has sent me, draw him. 
and I will raise him up at the last day. If he, he comes to me because my father sent him to draw him to me, then I will raise him up on the last day with my resurrected life. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught of God. Every man therefore has that has heard and has learned of the Father comes unto me. Well, that actually is heard, not listened. Heard. And then taught will come unto me. Not that any man has seen the Father save he which is of God. He has seen the Father. Don't see God when we're we begin to understand that God is a miracle worker. Miracles don't mean anything to anybody that doesn't believe. Truly, truly, I say unto you, he that believes on me then has that everlasting life. So I am that bread of life that comes down from heaven as the manna. Your fathers eat the manna in the wilderness and they're dead. This is the bread that comes down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and never die again. Never die. I'm the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Romans 1, verse 16. For now I am not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel of Christ. In other words, his good news that he was bringing back in John. For it's the power of God. It's everything I need. It has all the power it needs to create me what needs to be created in me. It's the power of God to everyone that believes. So my job is to believe in the, 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 the gospel of Christ and that power will change the rest of me. I don't need to do it. He will do it. Amen. To the Jew and then also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. I have a belief system that this power of God is going to come. The gospel, Christ said it, he meant it. I believe that. Next thing you know, it happens to come true in my life. Not because I did anything about it, because I made myself available for it to come out from within me and become my life. Because that's what I was created to be. All of a sudden you start to find out what you were created to be, and you look what the fuck you did with what you did with your life. Um, you're going to be bawling your eyes out all right. And not because of the, uh, the ugly stuff you did, but the fact that you did this when you were already created differently. It's not a creation that's going to happen. It's a creation that happened long before you were ever born. But why would you not walk in that? Well, it's because all these idiots taught you this shit in your life. Devils whispering in your ear with all temptations in life. And you gave in to all of these things. You did things because they made sense to you. Well, that wasn't my intention. I don't care whose intention it was. Did God tell you to do that? If he did not tell you to do it, what the hell are you doing? So from faith to faith as we begin to believe, realizing that we will start to know it's just because the just are going to live by faith. 321. But now the righteousness of God without any law or written down precepts, is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by that faith of Christ. So faith to faith, I have to have the faith of Christ to do what his dad said. And then I got to do what he did, which is what his dad said. And then pretty soon it's, I'm doing it, because dad said, because he's, now my dad too. Yeah. But by the faith of Christ and all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned, 
All of us came short of the glory of God, but being justified freely by his divine influence through the redemption that's in Christ, by accepting Christ and Christ's life into ourselves, him as the Lord of our life, that f- finishes being regenerating us back to what we were to be created to be. Amen. Through redemption that's in Christ, whom God has set forth to be a replacement through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness. That he might be just and the justifier of him which believes in Jesus. Amen. 4.12. It's actually 4.1-12. What shall we say then? Abraham our father is pertaining to the flesh has found. For if Abraham were justified by the works, he has whereof to glory, but not before God. If he was justified by his actions, he could glorify, hey, look, I'm doing all the right things, God. But he can't glorify himself before God because God says, yeah, you're doing all things you decided, but are you doing any that I said? So we might have good moments in our life. Then we can, then we can pat ourselves on the back and believe we're good Christians. Are they of God's will or yours? If they're yours, you can't glory before God because he didn't ask you to be good people. He asked you to do what he says. What says the scripture? Abraham believed God and that was counted to him for righteousness. Now to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. If it was my deal, it would be debt, not of how I owe him. You don't owe him nothing. Your reasonable service to him for what he's created you to be would be a living the life that he gave us to live, right? Yes. But to him that works not, but believes on him that justifies the ungodly, his faith is then counted for righteousness. Even as David also described the blessedness of man who, in whom God imputes righteousness without works, saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute to sin because he's doing and showing as he's a, a friend of God. He's doing what God's asking him to do. Blessed is the man who will not impute that sin. And so comes this blessedness then upon circumcision, somebody that's doing it right, or upon uncircumcision also. For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision or uncircumcision, he was given faith for righteousness before there was even such a thing as circumcision. But in uncircumcision, he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of righteousness of the faith which he had had yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all of them that believe not do the right thing. Though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed to them also. For the father of circumcision, to them who are not of the circumcision only, but also <clears throat> that walk in the steps of the faith of our father Abraham, which had being yet uncircumcised, doing what Abraham did yet before he knew any of the Six, one. So what should we say then? Should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How should we live? How should we that are dead to sin live any longer therein. No, you're not. There's many of us were baptized into Christ, were baptized into his death, therefore being buried with him by the baptism into death. He is like as Christ is raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Which was interesting because that was the exact verses they used in the baptism last night of that coach. Exact verses. You're being buried as you're put under the water as Christ was buried, and you're being resurrected out of the water as if Christ were resurrected in you and now go forth and walk in this newness of life. Sound familiar? Yes. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, 
we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. That from now on we should not serve that old man in old ways. For he that is dead is freed from those old ways. But now if we be dead with Christ, we believe we shall also live with him. So there's a reason to die. Why? So that we live. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over us. So that power of the old man has no more power over us either. For that he died, he died into sin once. He lives, he lives unto God as we also should reckon ourselves. So likewise, reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Start living this new perspective. But put off that old man and his deeds. Put them off by what? Just you cutting them loose? No, you getting rid of them, acknowledging them, knowing what they are, and putting them down and saying, did this, done that, don't want to do it no more. I'm over with, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm confessing because I want salvation. Confessing because I need healing. I need to humble myself, seek your face, pray, turn from my wicked ways. That means get rid of them, repent of them, get gone, and then he will hear me and he will heal me. Let not sin over reign in your mortal body that you should obey it and the lust thereof. So here it is. Old man, new man, right? But he goes, don't let the sin come in again. We'll obey your lust because the old man got put off and all the all of its deeds, but didn't change the lust nature. That's the temptation we have. We go forth with the temptation, even to the new life of the temptation. But the new life we now have been empowered by the Holy Spirit not to fall prey, to know that no temptation is not common to man, but that the same sin that was to the, the common man, he says, I'll make a way for you to escape. Why? Because you decided to become new. So walk with me and we'll walk out of this. You won't have to walk in it anymore. Amen. Goes back to talking about it in James. You know that we got into that sin. We were drawn away and enticed by our own lust. And when we conceived, we took action. We did that action. It became sin and it became, it became death. But the temptation was there. It didn't mean we had to sin. We might even be enticed, but as long as we don't give into it, conceive it, then it doesn't turn to sin. If you conceive it, it goes right back to sin, even in the new creature. And then we would not obey it in the luster of, neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Unrighteousness that might lead to sin, which is those temptations, being enticed and conceiving. But yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you either. If you're not under the law, but you're under grace of God. Romans 10.1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for spiritual Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge, not according to an intimate relationship. They being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. So you're holding the truth and in righteousness, which is the wrath of God's come for the disobedient doing that. Do you really want to play this game? No. I mean, because I'm going to tell you, I can make these things, you know, bring them out all day long and punch you in the mouth with every one of them, but they're all going to say the same thing. What are you, stupid? Are you dumb or something? I'm telling you what's up. I'll tell you what works. Tell you what doesn't work. And you keep doing what doesn't work, thinking somehow you're gonna you're gonna escape this. Not gonna happen. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. 
For Moses described the righteousness which is of law, that the man which does those things shall live by them. <clears throat> but the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise, say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that's to bring Christ down, or who shall bring, you know, who descend to the deep, that's to bring Christ up again from the dead. But what does it say? The word's near you, it's even in your mouth, it's in the, your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Amen. For with the heart man believes to righteousness. Now with the head, the heart. And with the mouth, confessions made unto salvation, repeatedly confessing or proclaiming unto salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever then believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew or the Greek or the world of the, the Christians, for the same Lord is over all. And it's rich on those that call upon him. Whosoever shall then call upon the name of the Lord shall, in fact, be saved. Amen. It goes on to say, how then shall we call upon him whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Well, that's a bringing them doesn't mean you're going to get them, right? Listen. Yes. First Corinthians one eighteen. For the preaching of the cross to them that perish is foolishness, but to us which are saved is the power of God. Amen. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is this dispute of the world? Has not God made the wisdom of this world foolishness? For after the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by foolishness of this preaching to save them that believe. Amen. For the Jews require a sign, the Greeks seek after wisdom. We preach Christ crucified. And the, the Jews is a stumbling block, and the Greeks it's foolishness. I didn't know you were all Greek. <laughs> hmm. But to them that are called, both Jews and Greeks, called, Amen. drawn, Amen. Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen, chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. The base things of the world, the things which are despised, God has chosen, yes, and the things which are not to bring to nothing, those things that are the grace of God being put forth. That no flesh would glory in his presence. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us. Made, yes. past tense, mm -hmm. unto us, you and me. Uses and measons, right? Yes. Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, setting us apart, and redemption. That according as it is written, he that glories, let him glory the Lord, never glory in your own flesh. Yes. 2 9. But it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered the heart of man things which God has prepared for those that have decided to love him. Amen. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom is going to teach, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Amen. But the natural man is not going to receive these things of the Spirit of God, for they're foolishness unto him. They're still 
Greeks, I guess. Neither, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. He that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that you may instruct him? But we have the possibility of the, of the mind of Christ. Amen. Five, six. Your glory is not good. Know you not that a little leaven is going to leaven a whole up? That even a little bit of foolishness is going to make it foolish. Purge out therefore that old leaven then, that you may be that new lump, as you're an unleavened, for even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with leaven of malice, wickedness, but with unleavened bread, in sincerity and in truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Second Corinthians 3. <clears throat> Do we begin <clears throat> again to commend ourselves? We begin to pat ourselves on the back about how good we're doing? Or need we as some others some letter of recommendation to you or let letters of recommendation from you? Got somebody to vouch for, right? Yeah. You are our letter written in our hearts, known and read of all men. It's by the way you live that get to know Christ. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in the fleshly tables of the heart. Yeah. For such trust have we through Christ to Godward. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything of ourselves, but our sufficient, sufficiencies of God, yes. who also has made us able ministers of this New Testament. Not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter is only going to kill the law, but the spirit's going to give life. Amen. 4.1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, <clears throat> we have received mercy, we faint not. But we renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. Oh, again? So you did it Thursday and again today, or Friday. <laughs> and not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God deceitfully. Uh-oh. Mm. But by the manifestation or the obvious truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in sight of God. Getting clean and making damn sure you look and stay clean. For everybody's conscience, not just yours, but all those you're communing with too. But if our gospel be hidden, it's hidden to those that are lost. You know, that, that brings a whole new meaning today. If your gospel's hidden, it's hidden to you that's lost. Because all you can talk about it all day long, but obviously it's hidden from you or you would, wouldn't be still lost, right? Yeah. right? So it takes that meaning on as well as our testimony and not being able to bring life to other people. So it isn't just singular in nature, it's now plural in nature, meaning you first if your gospel's hidden. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine into them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, has shined into our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the, in the face of Jesus. And that face of Jesus is seen in you. But we have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So we're troubled on every side, but not distressed or perplexed, not despaired, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Now we're still getting chance after chance after chance after chance. Amen. Always, always, always bearing about the body, the dying of the Lord. So the life also of Jesus might be manifested in our body. For we which live are always going to be delivered to death for Jesus' sake. Why? So that we can live that the life of Jesus also might be manifested in our mortal flesh. So that death works in us, but life works in you and others. Amen. We have the same spirit of faith according as written, I believe and therefore I have spoken. We also now believe and therefore we're going to speak. 
knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man's perishing, our inward man's being renewed day by day. Amen. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, you boo well, <laughs> works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So get over yourself, right? Amen. While we look not at things which are seen, but the things that are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary. Thank you, Lord, that all this boo stuff we're doing is temporary. But if we look at the reality of this thing, you're doing all that we have to go through to cause us to become triumphant. So Amen. the things that are not seen are going to be what? Eternal. Eternal. Amen. Hmm. 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he has become a new creature. Old things are passed away. <coughs> Old things are passed away. All things have become new. All things are now of God, because the old stuff wasn't. Yes. Who reconciled us to himself by Christ and has given to us a ministry of reconciliation, yes. to wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. How about this? God's going to give you a chance to confess. Amen. And if you confess, he will not impute your, the, the price of sin to you for what you've confessed. Amen. Otherwise, you don't confess it. When you get there, he's going to go, <laughs> come here. Okay, you're going to get paid back and rewarded for your behavior, both good and bad. Um, and you're going downtown, right? Well, no, Lord, we don't want to go down. We want to stay with you. Well, then you better be clean when you show up here, right? Yes. Not imputing the trespass of them has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. We can help others. Now we then are ambassadors for Christ, as though Christ God did beg us by you or beseech us by you. We pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled. So I'm going to pray as if Christ is praying for you. I'm Amen. praying that you might be reconciled, that you get this, through, this stuff done and clean this mess up. Amen. For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now here's the question. Think about this quickly. We, he was made sin for us who knew no sin. He knew none. That we what? Might be. Why would there be a reason we wouldn't? Oh, because we didn't want to confess it. We didn't want to do what he said, how he said to do it. So therefore we might be, but might not. I'd rather make sure I was by doing what he said. Amen. Galatians. Where did I go? Yeah. Galatians 2.16. This one too, right? <clears throat> oh, Galatians 1, Galatians 1, 11. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which preached to me is not after man. I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Christ. For you have heard of my conduct in times past in my own religion, how that beyond measure I was persecuted the church. I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. <laughs> Believe me, um, if, in my old life, if you were a Christian, you didn't want to meet me. I made more fun of Christians than I was smarter than most of them. So I got out with them and they just leave them standing there going, uh, you know, because they didn't know how to defend their faith, right? Mm -hmm. right. That's what, what happened. So Satan's wisdom got, got used by me. And now all of a sudden he used God's wisdom against Satan's ploy. Same way, they can't leave me doing that. And God looked at it and said, really? All this said ain't true? How are you going to explain my life? Oh, you can't. Well, then leave me the fuck alone. How are you going to tell me I got what I got and you're going to tell me this doesn't work? Shoot. Right? Amen. But most importantly, they don't even try anymore. Right? Amen. 
and prophet of the Jews' religion above my equals of my own nation, being much more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But would it please God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by what his grace <laughs> to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. I went my own way. 2.16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of love, but by the faith of Christ. Faith of Christ. Yes. Even we have believed in Jesus, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ. Even though we believe in him, it's the faith of Christ that's going to get us there. And not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. <clears throat> but if, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also found sinners... We go back and do it again. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I've destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I through the law of dead to the law that I might live unto God. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. But Christ lives in me. In the life I now live, in the flesh I live it with the faith of the Son of God, faith of Christ, who loved me and gave himself for me. And I'm not going to frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came with the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So it, it ain't happening by no reason at all. 3.15. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men. Though it be a man's covenant, it may be confirmed, no man can disannul or add to it. If man's accepted the covenant, which they did the first ten commandments, mm -hmm. they'll be added to it, they'll be taken away. Right? Yeah. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made before the ten commandments, by the way. Mm -hmm. He says not, and to the seeds as the many, but as one, and thy seed, which is Christ. This I say that the covenant that was confirmed before God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after mm -hmm. Cannot disannul that it should make the promise of no effect. The promises were given to us before the commandments. The commandments cannot take the promises away. The promises are our, our, in our faith like Abraham. Because the faith will be counted as righteousness and the promises become ours. Now we've had Christ, which has then been, you know, his father also being the seed of Abraham. Now we have those promises with even more fuel and power behind him. Where the Ten Commandments were nothing but a schoolmaster, a teacher, to help guide us to get a, an understanding of what we might do or might think about doing to be right with God. Then he gave us his son and said, by the way, we get you're a fool. He told them that they couldn't do it, but they didn't listen. So then he goes, by the way, because you couldn't do it, like I told you, I gave you my son because he could. And now because of my son, you've got the promises I gave you way back when. Do you want them or not? You do. Well, that means you've got to live this life. For if the inheritance of the, be of the law, there's no more promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Wherefore, then serves all, who therefore then serves the laws was added because of transgressions till the seed should come to whom the promise was made and it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now mediator is not a mediator of one, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, then righteousness should have been by the law. But the scripture has concluded all that are saying that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But therefore, before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up under the faith, which should then afterwards be revealed. For the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, yeah. that we might be justified by faith. But after the faith has come, there is no longer a schoolmaster that we need to follow. Right. Galatians 6, 14. But God forbid that I should glory except in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and me crucified to the world. I want nothing to do with the world anymore at all. The world is gone. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision, but all that matters is new creature. Amen. For as many as walk according to this rule, making sure you're a new creature, 
He says, I want peace to be upon them and mercy. I want them to be the Israel of God, the spiritual Israel included. Yes. Ephesians 1.3. Blessed be God, the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Amen. In Christ. Amen. According as he has chosen us and him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He chose us so he could make us holy without blame before himself in love. Amen. He loved us enough to do that. Having predestined us according to the adoption of children by Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. Whose? His. his. Crazy. Amen. Our will doesn't work, but his does. Hmm. To the praise of the glory of the grace wherein he has made us accepted. I, you know that's the coolest part for me? Because when I got when I got in, I'm like, how the heck are you going to clean this mess up? How in the world am I going to get through whatever thing I did? And God goes, oh, no problem. I made you accepted. You took all that crap and you made me accepted. How'd you do that? He goes, my son. Well, what motivation did I need beside that to trust trust God? If you took that all away and you made me accepted, what else do I need? But see, that's not how you look at stuff, is it, guys? That's how you need to look at stuff. That's what it says. It's what I've preached. It's just not what you listen to. Made us accepted in the beloved, in whom now we have redemption through his blood, forgiveness of sins, According to the riches of his divine influence, his grace it didn't matter how bad we were or what we did, they've been forgiven. When he has bounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, we know not to do it again. Amen. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which was purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of, again, his own. He works all things according to his will, and there's the only one can counsel against himself. Yes. Oh, well, then I guess it's consistent. Yes. So yes must mean yes? Yes. No must mean no? Yes. Mm. yes. It wish be the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom after you believed, you were then sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. That promise came true to you, and the Holy Spirit wanted to go, woo you too. Yeah. Right? which is the earnest of the down payment of our inheritance to the redemption of the purchased possession and to the praise of his glory. Amen. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love towards all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, that you might truly get a wisdom and a true understanding and revelation of what it is to have knowledge of him. Amen. That the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened that you may know what the hope of this calling is. That the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, what, what's available to you if you'll just do what we asked. Amen. Three, one. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you worldly folks, I have, if I have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which was given to me towards you, how that by the revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I wrote you before, whereby when you read it, you may understand why my knowledge of the mystery of Christ works which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men as it was not revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles, the worldly folks now, should be fellow heirs in the same body and the partakers of this promise of Christ by the gospel. Whereof I was made a minister according to the, truth, the gift of grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power in me. Four, seventeen. Yes, I say, therefore, to testify to the Lord that from now on not walk as other worldly people walk in the vanity of their minds, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that's in them because of the blindness of their heart, 
who being past feelings have given themselves over to feelings, lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If so, that you have heard him and have been taught by him because the truth is in Christ. That you put off the former conduct, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. Corrupted because you've got your lusts run amok, right? And be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you no longer let your lusts run amok. That you might put on the new man, which after God has recreated, or created, I'm sorry, in righteousness and true holiness. So we have that chance in Christ. Ephesians 5.1 Be therefore followers of God as dear children. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us as an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as it's not becoming of saints. Neither filthiness or foolish talking or jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, and no whoremonger, no unclean person. No unclean person. Can you hear that again? Yeah. No yes. unclean person. Yes. Hmm. Or covetousness. <clears throat> unclean person or covetous man who is an adulterer has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. So let no man deceive you with selfish words that because of these things comes the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be you therefore not a partaker with them. Don't do that. For you were sometimes darkness, but now you're light. Walk as the children of light. Walk as I get rid of this crap and let's walk as light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and what? Truth. Hmm. What's God asking for? Truth. How many of you been holding the truth up? Oh yeah, for a minute. Proving what's acceptable in the Lord. And having no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it's a shame even to speak of those things which are done to them in secret. No kidding. <laughs> but all things that are reproved are made manifest with the light. For what's going to make manifest is light. So light's going to shine. Guess what the light is shining in you? Out Me. Who's shining into your darkness and calling this crap out and letting you see what it is? Where do you think the light came from? Think it's mine? His. No, it's his. You live in him, it's his. But it's coming through me, isn't it? Yes. yes. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light for whatsoever does make manifest is that light. So wherefore he says, Awake you that are asleep. Arise from the dead and Christ will give you the light too. Amen. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Because the time, time the days are evil. Wherefore be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Not your will, but the will of the Lord. Yes. So be not drunk with wine, where it is it excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God, the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and submitting yourselves to one another in the fear of God. Amen. Philippians 3, verse 7. What things were gained to me, I count as a loss for Christ. Can you do that? Can you take the things that you've made your priority in life, count them as a loss to finally get right with Christ? Yes. Get it? That's a tough one. That means all this crap you've been hanging on to, all these delusions and illusions of things you think are going to happen someday. What's going? To, can you give them up for Christ? Because He'll give you the life you're supposed to have, which is going to be way better than the one you're headed down the road for. Because all your delusions are not going to come true. Right. Um, what's going to come true is the wrath of God, which is going to pretty much destroy all your delusions. Amen. Yes, doubtless, without doubt, I count all things a loss. For the excellency of just knowing Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and I do count them as nothing or done, because I might win Christ 
That's all that matters. And I might be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which was your version, because you thought you were going to heaven, right? Yes. Which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by that faith, that I may know him, the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, and may be made conformable to his death. If by any means that I might attain to the resurrection of the dead, I gotta go through whatever I gotta go through that I might attain the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I'd already attained, either already perfect, but I follow after. If that I might apprehend that for which I'm also apprehended of Christ. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but there's one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forward to those things are before. Now, get rid of them, confess them, have them be once, one and done and gone, and then move on. Okay? I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus. Let us, therefore, as many be, be perfect, be thus minded. If anything else be otherwise, but God will even reveal that to us. He will let you know if you're being foolish again. Amen. Nevertheless, where do you have already attained? Let us walk by the same rule that's mind the same thing. Let's get there from here. Colossians 1.9. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. Desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you get why his will is important. He's drawing you into that. That you be drawn into his wisdom and his spiritual understanding. Amen. That you might walk then worthy of the Lord at all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God because you have his wisdom and spiritual understanding. Now you can walk in all things to get better and better and better at this. Yes. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power under patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks to God the Father, which has made us be to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has <coughs> delivered us from power of darkness, has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of our sins. Amen. 2-1. For I would that you know what great conflict I have for you, and for them, and lay to see for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be covered, being knit together in love, and to all the riches of full assurance of understanding to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. That I would get this, and I would make sure I have all the wisdom available to me through, through the scripture, so I know how to live this life. That would no longer be play dumb and no longer be fooled and no longer be taken advantage of. In whom you're hidden all the treasures of the wisdom and the knowledge. I'm sorry, Zillow. That their hearts might be covered and be knit together in love and to all the riches and full assurance of understanding. The knowledge of the mystery of God the Father who in him are all hidden the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should try to deceive you or beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, I am with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. I'm going to be here and help you. So as you have therefore received Christ Jesus, Lord, walk you in him. Yes. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you, though, through philosophy or selfish, deceitful vanity, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, out after Christ, but for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. For you are complete in him, which is the head of all principles. power. You are going to do this. You're going to be complete in him. What else are you going to do? Complete, entire, wanting nothing, right? Yes. In whom you're circumcised with the circumcision made without hands and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein you also are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead. Amen. That would be where we go. Walking in that. Three, one. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things that are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on the things of the earth. For you're dead. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God and it's not hidden to those who are lost anymore because you're not lost anymore. Amen. When Christ, who is our life, then shall appear, then you shall appear with him in Amen. glory. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth. Kill that crap! Yes. Fornication, uncleanness. Well, that uncleanness, they just won't get away with it. 
uncleanness, inordinate affections. <laughs> inordinate word for it. Evil, concupiscence, sexual desires are evil. Covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things say the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience. In which you were also walked sometimes when you lived in them. And most recently, might have still lived in them. But now, you also put off these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, fill the communication out of your mouth, lie not to one another, saying that you have put off the old man and all of his deeds. So let's yes. just get right, stay right, and let's do it right. Let's do right together. Yes. Yes. And have put on the new man, which is renewed the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Whether it's either Greek or Jew, circumcision, uncircumcision, barbarian, sending, bond or free, but Christ is all and in all. So put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy, beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness and long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have quarreled against it, even as Christ forgave you, so you also forgive. Yeah. And above all these things, put on charity. Why do you want charity? Because when you hear some of the shit you all done, you're going to need unconditional love. Yes. Now, have I been conditional, my love? No. So no. Isn't that funny? No. So easy. You want me stupid? You're stupid, right? No, I don't got to get caught up with how stupid you were. Yeah. I just tell you that was stupid. Yeah. Then maybe you'll go, gee, don't want to be stupid anymore. Then I'll help you not be stupid anymore, yeah. which is what I'm trying to do today. Yes. Mm. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of you being perfect or mature in Christ. Yes. Let the peace of God rule in hearts to which you also were called in one body to be filled. Thank God he's going to call us to have the peace of God. Amen. Together! Yes. Amen. <clears throat> the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts of the Lord. I'm sorry, I don't know any songs, hymns, or spiritual songs to try to help you feel better about yourself. <laughs> no, I'm going to chew your butt. You're going to feel better about yourself because you got your butt chewed. <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, not that good a singer anyway. <laughs> the divine influence in our heart. And whatsoever you do, do in word and deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father by Him. First Thessalonians 4.1. Furthermore, we beg you, brethren, and exhort you with the Lord that you have received it with how you ought to walk to please God, so you would. Amen. And you'd abound more and more. See, I always love this. You know how many times God says, put off the old, put on the new. And by the way, as, you as you've been taught by your pastor, would you just do that already? Amen. I mean, how many times has it said that? Like three or four times already today. Yes. As you've been taught, do it. Amen. You know, it's like, uh, it's not rocket science, guys. It's not like we're expecting you to be perfect. You've been perfect assholes. That's really perfect. It's perfect well. So all you do is make a different choice. And you might be perfect because you're making a perfect choice. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a perfect result yet. Yeah. But it's just going in the right direction. Right. Amen. Yeah. So you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God even for your sanctification. That you would abstain from all the fornication. You're giving yourself to other things. Amen. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in that sanctification and honor. Yeah. Not in the lust of concupiscence. Even as the Gentiles which know not God, but no man would even go beyond and defraud his brother in any manner. Which is also, for, you know, a fornication. You're going to defraud your brother. You're going to have your own idol, your own position. You're trying to put out to your brother. You're going to defraud him. That's fornication. Well, geez, that's not about sex. It's not always got to be about sex. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Can we give ourselves to stuff that's going to take us out of the will of God? Yes. We've got a jealous God that says, you will have no other God before me, including your TV. Yeah. Okay? Including your videos. Mm -hmm. Including your cell phones. Mm -hmm. Even though... They're trying so hard to get us, right? Yeah. And no man will go to to defraud his brother in any manner because the Lord is an avenger of such. He's, he's not just, not, he's going to come take a, you know, avenge that situation if we keep doing that. Yeah. Well, that ought to scare us enough to say, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Hmm. We have also forewarned you and we've even testified what's happened in this situation. For God has not called us to uncleanness, but called us to holiness. He therefore that despises, despises not man, but God, who has also given to us his spirit so we would know different. 
But as touching brotherly love, we don't need that anyone write you, for you ourselves are taught of God. So you've been drawn by the teaching of God to know how to love your brother and love one another. And indeed, you do it towards all the brethren which are in Macedonia. We beseech you, brother, that you would increase more and more. So now that you've been drawn by God and taught you some of the right things, can increase more and more and more in what you've been taught. Amen. That you may study to be quiet, do your own business, work with your own hands as we commanded you. That you may walk honestly towards them that are without, that you may have lack of what? Nothing. Second Thessalonians 1, 2. Grace unto you and peace from God the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, as we're bound to thank God always for you, brethren, is meat, necessary, because that your faith grows exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you towards one another abounds. See that we ourselves, so that we ourselves glory in you, the churches of God, for your patience and faith in all the persecutions and tribulations that you've endured. So he drew you, so draw, drew you in and through the tribulation, because you couldn't have endured it without the drawing of Christ. Right? Because yes. right. the only way you would be able to handle tribulation without God? No. Oh, Lord, save me. He's there, right? Yes. So you got that Lord, save me. That's the drawing of God because he's drawing you to call upon him. Amen. And we call upon him, he gets us through. So the tribulations we learn to endure, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, to see there's a, a payment, an obvious payment that we're making by calling upon his name, that we may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God yes. for the things that we were suffering through, that he's going to help draw us through and bring us through. Yes. Seeing it's a righteous thing with God to repay tribulation of them that trouble you. And you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with these mighty angels. So when he's going to come make a revelation to us, and he's going to reveal to us that, oh, by the way, I picked you. You're going to come with me and my mighty angels to go back down to the earth and take a, take a can of whoop-ass down there and, and handle this, right? Yes. Yeah, right? And a flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and those that did not obey. There's that wrath of God upon the children of disobedience yeah. who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord. See, I just that just doesn't even sound... Mm. An everlasting destruction. Worse than that, from the presence of the Lord. I want to destroy you in the eternal lake of fire. By the way, you're never going to see God again. You have never had even a potential of a, of a longing to see, but the distance and hoping won't happen. And from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in the saints and to be admired in all of them that believe, because our testimony was believed. So we help have a testimony to be drawn by God to have a testimony. And now our testimony is going to help draw others to, to God so they can have their testimony too. Amen. Wherefore, we also pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this call and fulfill the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of the faith with power. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him. According to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So once again, according to the grace, the divine influence, the drawing of God to take us in and through a situation that we couldn't make it through on our own. Second Corinthians, or Second Thessalonians 2, 13. We are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God has chosen, from the beginning, chosen you to salvation through the sanctification. So he's chosen you to for him to draw you in setting you apart. He chose you, he's going to draw you out and set you apart. Sanctification. Okay? Sanctification of the spirit and belief of this truth. Wherefore, he called you out by the gospel for the obtaining the glory of our Lord Jesus, he called us out. What did we do? Followed. So therefore, he drew us again. Amen. Therefore, brother, stand fast. Hold the tradition which you've been taught, whether by the word or by our example. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself, and God our Father, which has loved us and has given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, let him comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Amen. And it's just it's so cool. I just, so cool. 1 Timothy 1, 12. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who enabled me but he counted me faithful, putting me into ministry. Who, before was a blasphemer and persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it all ignorantly and unbelief. 
the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ. This is a faithful saying, worthy of all exception, that Christ Jesus came to the world to save sinners, who I am one of the chiefs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> be it is for this cause I obtain mercy, that in me first Christ Jesus might be shown forth all long suffering, for a pattern of them which should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. He Amen. drew us that so we had all from this point on might be drawn into believing on him to an everlasting life. Amen. Now to the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God be honor and glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Amen. Timothy 4 1. Now the Spirit speaks expressly. And the latter times shall come apart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, being drawn by other things, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good, and nothing can be refused if it's received with thanksgiving. For it is then sanctified by the word of God and prayer. But if you, brethren, Put the, put the brethren in remembrance of these things. You should be a good minister of Christ. Nourished up in the words of faith and good doctrine where God has called you and you have attained. But refuse profane and old wives' fables and exercise your, rather yourself to godliness. For bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable to all things, having promise of life that now is and of the one that is to come. But this is a faithful saying that's worthy of all exception. For therefore, we both labor and suffer reproach because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. Amen. These things I ask that you would command and teach. Yes. 2 Timothy 1.6 Therefore I put in remembrance that you serve the gift of God within you, in you by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Amen. So be therefore not ashamed of the gospel, or the testimony, I'm sorry, of our Lord Jesus nor of me as prisoner, but be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who saved us, called us with holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ before the world even began. So we got it before we were going to twinkle in anybody's twinkle, right? Yes. But now, it's made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality and life through gospel. So I'm appointed yes. and a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. For I know them, know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Amen. Hold fast the, the form of sound words which you have heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto you. Keep it by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us. 2-1. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Things which God has heard me among any witness, the same you commit to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. You therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ, that no man that wars is going to entangle himself in the affairs of this life ever again, because he wants to please him, has chosen him to be a soldier. Amen. If a man also strives for masteries, is he, yet he's not crowned except he strives lawfully. You can't win a prize if you don't play the game fair. Right. The husband that labors must be a partaker of the fruit. So when we're out there harvesting, we got to eat what we got coming in first because uh, it doesn't do any good to get it and go sell it if we haven't eaten. We starve to death in the process, right? right. right. So consider what I say. The Lord will give you understanding in what? All Isn't that funny? I'll take care of you. I'll get you. I'll handle you in all things. Just put your faith and trust in me. 2.11 of Titus. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men, drawing us all unto him, teaching us that, denying ungodliness, and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteous, and godly in this present world, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts. Hmm. 
looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of the great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity. He might draw us out and redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. You know, I like a peculiar people. It's kind of all-inclusive, right? Yes. These things speak, exhort, and rebuke with all authority. Let no man put you down or despise you. Put them in mind and be subject to principalities and powers to obey magistrates. Be ready to every good work. Speak evil of no man. Be not brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness to all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse and pleasures, being unclean, <laughs> living in malice and envy and hating, hateful and hating one another. But after the kindness and the love of our God, our Savior, towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. But the washing of regeneration and renewing of us through the Holy Ghost which he has shed upon us abundantly through Christ Jesus our Savior. Yes. Then must, that, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs or fellow heirs with Christ according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying, and these things I would that you would affirm them constantly. Remind yourself repeatedly that they have, they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to all men though. Avoid foolish questions, genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law for they're unprofitable and vain. A man that's a heretic after the first and second admonition, rejected, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sins, being condemned of himself. Mm-hmm. Hebrews 10, 19. Having therefore, brethren, the boldest to enter the holiest by, by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil that is to say through his flesh, having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Mm-hmm. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful as promised us. Mm-hmm. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and good works, <laughs> not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is, but exhorting one another. And so much more as you even say that day approaching. 10.32. But recall, to remember the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. Partly while you remained a gazing stock both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly while you became companions of those that were so used. For you had compassion of me and my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your own goods, knowing that in yourselves, in yourselves, mm-hmm. that you have a heaven, a better and more enduring substance. Mm-hmm. Cast on away, therefore, your confidence, yeah. which has a great recompense and reward. Mm-hmm. For you have needed patience that after a little while, doing the will of God, you might receive the promise. Mm-hmm. Yet, for a little while, he will, promise will come, and he will not tarry. But the just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, though, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back in the British. We're of those that believe the saving of the souls. Mm-hmm. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, for evidence of things not seen. For it's by for it by the elders obtained a good report. Though by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. Mm-hmm. So by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained a witness that was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, he even yet still speaks. In other words, there's a memory of him and who he was and what he, was, and what he did, right? Yes. So his, his life still speaks even though he's dead. Yes. But faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death or was not found because God had translated him for his translation. He had a testimony. His testimony was that he pleased God, so God said, hey, you, come here, let's go. Right here. I'm looking for that, man. I want out of it. One day I don't show up, you'll know what happened. <laughs> By faith, Noah, 
I'm sorry. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that comes to God must believe that he is God, that he is also a reward of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things that were yet not seen or ever heard of, okay, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, and by which he condemned the world, became an heir of righteousness, which was then by faith, by listening to God, doing what he said, even though he had no idea what he was being doing. It has to do. Right? James 1 2. My brethren, count all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing that the trying of your faith could work patience, patience could have a perfect work that you may be perfect and entire and again wanting nothing. Amen. If any of you have a lack of wisdom, let him ask God that gives to all men liberally and embrage not, that it should be given to him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let that, not that man think that he's going to receive anything of God. A double-minded man is going to be unstable in all of his ways. We're down to 12. <clears throat> Blessed the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. When he's tried, he'll receive the crown of life because he doesn't fall through. Paul prayed to it, okay? Yes. okay. Try the crown of life which the Lord has promised to them that love him. So let no man say when he's tempted, though I'm tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither he tempts any man. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away with his own lust, enticed. And when the lust is conceived, it brings forth sin. Sin, when it has finished, brings forth death. So do not err, my beloved brethren. For every good gift or perfect gift is going to come down from above and comes down from the Father of lights, within whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. In other words, he's not a respecter of person. There's no possibility he's going to change his mind. Right. It is a fact that we have the, these Father of lights going to be sending down these blessings. Okay? That he, with a, of his own will, he begot us again with the word of truth that he should be kind of a first fruits of his own creatures. Amen. 4-1. For where do these wars and fightings come from among you? Do they not come, even though lust is still war in your flesh? You lust, you have not, you kill, you desire to have, you cannot obtain, you fight, you war, you have not, because you asked not. You asked and you received not, because you asked and amidst that you might consume it upon your lusts. You adulterers and adulterers, know you not that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore is, will be a friend of the world is going to be God's enemy. You think that the scripture says in vain that the spirit that we have that dwells within us, lust, envy, it's just nature to want what we want and have to think we have a right to ourselves. But he that gives more grace, wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God. He will draw near to you and cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and mourn and weep, and let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of God, and then he shall lift you up. Yes. First Peter 1 Peter 1.3 Blessed be God, the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, according to his but mercy has begotten us again. Amen. I don't know if I like that word again, but again, okay? To a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance that's incorruptible, undefiled, that fades not away, reserved in heaven just for you. You who are kept by the power of God. Through faith and salvation, ready to be revealed in this last time. Remember that? Faith of, of salvation. Remember we go back to Romans 1, 16 and 17? Mm -hmm. Power of God, faith and salvation, by faith and faith we get there, right? Same verse here. Say it to now, now Peter's saying it, so I guess Paul and Peter are working together. <laughs> Inheritance incredible is filed, who kept by the power of God through faith, somebody be ready to be revealed the last time. Where do you greatly rejoice, though, now, even for a season? If need be, you're in a heaviness through manifold temptations to try to get you tuned up. Right. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold, the perishes though it be tried in fire, might be found to the praise and honor and glory of the appearing of Jesus. Yes. Whom having not seen your love and whom you know you still see him not, yet you believe, he you rejoice with a joy that's unspeakable, and you're full of glory. Receive the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. 
of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify, would testify beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. All the stuff in the Old Testament testified about all the, what Christ was going to go through. He goes, told you in the beginning, well, that's for you, but only for you now because that we testified it and then it happened. The problem we have with this it's testified of an Old Testament, a New Testament, we see it happen. There's no time frame in there for us to have learned how to believe. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We weren't, we weren't put in a position to have to believe in something before it happened. We, we could see that they said it was going to happen and happen, and maybe that might spark some belief. But the challenge of that is, who knows? Because it could have been written after, right? That's one of the challenges. So they got the privilege of having something to testify and prophesy to us so that when it did happen, we'd go... Oh, they actually said it was going to happen 400 years before that. Um, wow, that's my kind of God. So God might tell you something today. It ain't going to happen for 400 years. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at this thing. He tells me so much. You guys all the time. I just pray it's not 400 years. <laughs> Seriously, I can't tell with you that much. <laughs> and to whom is revealed, not of themselves, but also they, to administer the things which are now reported to you by them who have preached the gospel to you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. Um, Wherever grip the ones in your mind, be sober hope to the end for the graces we brought unto you at the revelation of Christ. Amen. The grace is brought to you by the fact that Christ will, will be revealed to you. And through the revelation of Christ, you get this grace. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. As obedient children, not fashion yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, but as which he called you is holy, be you also holy in all manner of conduct. Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if you call upon the Father, who without respect to persons judges according to every man's work, pass your time here of your sojourning, your dwelling here. Okay? in fear or reverence. For as much as you know not that you are not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold from your selfish conduct, received by the traditions of all your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, without, as of a lamb without blemish or without spot, who truly was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times, again, just for you, who by him you do believe in God, that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and your hope might be in God. 2-1. Wherefore, lay aside all malice, all guile, hypocrisies, envies, and evil speakings, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the world that you may grow thereby. If so be you have tasted the Lord is gracious, start going back and start sucking on the bottle. We need to. Let's get this. Let's start somewhere, right? Yes. To whom coming as a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but a chosen of God, precious, also as living stones built up, you, a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable unto God by Christ. Therefore, it is contained in the scripture, behold, I lay in Zion, Chief cornerstone, elected precious. And he that believes in him shall not be confounded. But unto you, therefore, which believe, he's precious. But them which is in that are disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. The stone of stumbling, the rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, wherefore they are, are appointed to this stumbling or this wrath that's to come. But you are a chosen generation, royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people, that you would show forth the praises of him who called you out of the darkness of his marvelous light. We praise God for having called us out of the darkness of the marvelous light. Remember the thing he gave to, in Acts 26 when he said to Paul, by the way, I want you to go there and do what? I want you to pull him out of the darkness and bring him to the light. Yeah. That's what it's called to go do. When I deliver you, send you back to go get them out of the darkness into the light. Amen. Well, I guess that darkness light thing must matter, right? Yes. Which time past you were not a people, but now you are a people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have actually obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beg you, as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from your fleshly lusts which were against your soul or the soul, having your conduct honest among the world, that whereas they may speak evil against you as evildoers, they may, for your good works, which they shall ultimately behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Amen. Second Peter 1.3. 
according to divine power. Dave's talking about divine. What? What stays on? The divine rule. Yeah, divine. See? So as divine power has given to us all things pertaining to life of God, through a knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby he has given to us exceeding and great and precious promises that by the, you might be partakers of the divine nature, which has escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. So you might be those two, two, two verses might be you. He's going to call you by divine nature and said, I'm going to give you a, a divine path to walk. I want you to walk over this. And that will get you these things so that you'll have you partakers of the divine nature that you will be able to escape the, 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 the sin and the lust of this world that your promises could be seen in your life. Amen. So whereby these are given to us promises that we can receive them. And then besides this, I would ask that you would only be diligent, that you'd be out of your faith, virtue, and your virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, to godliness, to brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness, that you would learn what unconditional love is all about. And are these things being you and they will abound, they will make you, make you, that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. You know why I like the word make? It means you've got something to do. Made means he did it. Make means he will make you, but you've got to let him, right? Yes. But these things lacks, but he that lacks these things is blind, cannot see it far off, and has forgotten all about being purged of his old sins. Hmm. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give your diligence to make your calling and your election shorter. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Would it be nice if we get this thing out and finally get a place where we never fall again? Yes. But get past all the falling we've done, right? Yes. For unto an interest shall be ministered to us abundantly through the everlasting kingdom. Of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. 119. We also have a more sure word of prophecy. <clears throat> Where do you do well that you would take heed as to a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawn, the dark, the day star arise in your hearts, knowing this, that no prophecy of the scriptures is of any a private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time of the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost, so we yes. see what that's all about. First John chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, these things I write unto you, that you'd sin not. If any of you man sin, he has an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he's a propitiation for our sins, not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world. That hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Mm -hmm. And he that says, I know him and keeps not the commandments is a liar and the truth is in him. But whoso keeps his word in him will the love of God truly be perfected. Mm -hmm. Hereby we know that we are, we are in him because he that says he abides in him ought himself also walk even as Christ walked. Mm -hmm. 24, that that never abide in you, which you have heard from the beginning. If that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue the Son and the Father. And this is the promise that he has made and promised was eternal life. These things I've written unto you concerning them that try to seduce you. But the anointing which you have received of him abides in you, and you need not that any man teach you with the same anointing teaches you of all things. And is the truth, and is no lie, and even as he has taught you, you shall abide in him. And now, a little short, abide in him, that when he shall appear, you may have confidence. And be not ashamed before him at his coming. Amen. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that does righteousness then is born of him. So behold what manner of love the fathers bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons and daughters of God before the world knows us not because it knew him not. So we love it now. We are in fact the, the children of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope purifies himself even as he is pure. So whosoever commits sin transgresses the law for sin is a transgression of the law. 
And we know that he was manifested to take away the sins, and in him there is no sin. So whosoever abides in him sins not. Whosoever sins has not seen him, neither has known him. Stop right there for a second. Think about that. He who sins has not seen him, neither known him. Little short, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that commits sins of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Mm. Yeah. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For the seed of Christ remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. And this, is, and this the children of God will manifest also the children of the devil. Whosoever then does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loves not his brother. 18, 318. My little children, let us not love in word and tongue, but in deed and truth. Hereby we know that we're of the truth and shall assure our hearts before for him, because our heart condemns God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Yes. Beloved of our heart and condemn us not, though we have a confidence towards our God, and whatever we ask, we receive it because we keep his commandments and we do the things that are then pleasing in his sight. And just like Enoch was pleased in his sight, he then got translated and walked with God and didn't come back. This is the commandment that we should believe in the name of the Son of Jesus, Son of Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave his commandment. And he that keeps his commandment dwells in him, and he also dwells in you. Hereby we know that he abides in us by the Spirit which he's given to us. 5.1. Whosoever believes in Jesus is Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him, that begot loves him, also is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we, because when we love God, we keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we would keep the commandments, and the commandments are not trouble for us. They're not grievous. Yes, yes. But whosoever, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Amen. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Our what? Faith. Faith. And he, who is he that overcomes the world, but he that believes in Jesus is the Son of God. Nine, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is much greater. For this is the witness of God that he has testified of his Son. He that believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. He that believes not, uh, not God has made him a liar because he believes not the record that he, God gave his son. And this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. That life is in his son. He that has the son has life. He that has not the son does not have life. These things I've written to you that believe in the name of the son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and you may believe on the name of the son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that if he hears us, whatever we ask, we also know that we have the petitions we desire of him. So we know that whosoever is born of God, 18, sins not, but he that is begotten of God keeps himself, and that wicked one can't touch him. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. We know that the Son of God has come, has given to us an understanding, that we may know him that is true, and that we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. And this in fact, is, by the way, the true God and the eternal life. So, little children, keep yourself from the idols. Amen. Lastly, but not least, Jude 17. But, beloved, remember this. You the words which were spoken before the apostle of the Lord Jesus. How they told you there should be mockers in this last time. People talk about Jesus, but I'm doing it. Who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. But you, beloved, Building up yourselves most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord and our Savior Jesus to eternal life. Amen. And some of those that are with you have compassion, making a difference to help them come clean. And others, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by their flesh. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. 
To him, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty and dominion and power, both now and forever. And let that be so. Amen and amen. So let the amen. word of God set you free. Let the word of God keep you free. But more importantly, let the word of God be the word of God. And quit, quit trying to play patty cake with what he's got to say. So, Father, we come before you this morning and say thank you, Lord. <clears throat> it's an amazing time we have been given, Lord God, in, in Christ. Amazing time we've been given with the opportunity to love you and be called according to your, your will and your purpose, Lord God. So we need to surrender our will that we might see your will done. And, Father, no longer be leaning, leaning ourselves to our own understanding in all of our ways, all of our ways, acknowledging him and him and him and him and him. That you be glorified, Father, we be high, high, high and lifted up in your precious Son, Jesus. So we give thanks, praise, honor, and glory for all these things right here, right now, in advance, for who you are and what you are, Lord God, that we might see your glory come to pass in each one of our lives. And Father, this is the life we've desired, and that life is going to be found in Christ. So we give thanks, praise, honor, and glory for these things today, and do it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Did you want to do this bed for a moment anyway? No. Yep. Oh.